So last episode, Shane did a really good impression of the Cracker Factory guy. Let's see what he's got up his sleeve for Homer to find. Go, Shane, go. It's like singing of the angels themselves. No sports, no rock, no information. For mindless chatter, we're your station. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, that was pretty. That's twice. That's twice now you've got me on uh, <laughs> a couple of good impressions. You were making the weird sound for the Cracker Factory guy. Yep. And uh, now you got me with uh, the angry leprechaun from the trios of horror. Um, oh, great. Cause he reminds me of, you know, he's in the same episode of the frog prince. So uh, yeah. Yeah. And you know, he fights the Always gypsy season 13. Yeah. 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 And that episode has a gypsy in it. So, you know, obviously that's one of my favorite loves me, my gypsies. Um, Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. Those right there, that back-to-back, those are your two best cold opens um, by, by far. Coming in hot this season. Oh, we're coming in hot. Last episode, we were coming in hot. We were giving it, or, uh, last episode, we were giving it to Chris Pratt and yeah. uh, and the Coke Nails Grandpa. And if you're listening to this without context, you'll have no idea what I'm talking about, but it's from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Go look that up. Grandpa with the Coke Nails. Uh, sewered him, that scumbag who wouldn't get out of bed. Uh, we sewered everybody. We were we were we were in the zone, and then uh, I did challenge you too to play the last episode off with something that reminds us of Goodfellas. You went with a Sopranos theme, which is basically the same thing. It's all pretty mobster much. Italians in New York slash New Jersey yelling and shooting at each other. Same basic idea. Uh, Homer defined though. We're gonna get into that one in uh, in in just a sec. Um, before we do though. Because this one is basically based around um, kind of blind luck, essentially. Off the top of your head, what's one of the luckiest things that has ever happened to you or that you've done in your life? Uh, luckiest things. I found a four-leaf clover once. Uh, okay, yeah. Okay. They, they actually exist. They do. Um, hmm. Want anything or anything like that? Uh, I guess it was pretty lucky that my professor... Uh, connected me with a manager uh, and allowed me to intern at the company I currently work for. That was pretty lucky, you know? Yep. Uh, okay. I guess that is the luckiest thing that's ever happened to me. I never really, like, won anything. Uh, like, you hear people winning, like, 100 bucks on a scratch ticket or something like that. Like, I think the most I've ever won is, like, 8 bucks or something like that. Uh, but, yeah, that's nothing super lucky in terms of, like, contests or anything. How about yourself? Really? You never won more than like eight bucks on a scratcher? Yeah, I've only won like, well, often I'll just win nothing or the exact same amount as my scratch ticket. So one time I was in university and I was killing time at the mall before um, I like two classes, but there was like a three hour chunk in between. So I went to the mall and grabbed some lunch and I grabbed a scratch ticket. Won 25 bucks, got another one. Won 25 bucks again, got another one. Won 50 bucks on that one. So I've had um, some decent. I won. I won like eight hundred and fifty dollars in the the main province lottery one time, which is probably the most I've ever gotten in a. Oh wow! Um, one of those type of big lottery type of scenarios, and then uh, I won a puck chuck one time at the Toronto Marlies game. Again, I was in university, and it's when you throw the sponge pucks onto the ice, and uh, whoever gets the closest to center ice gets pizza. It was pizza pizza for a year, and uh, I, mine was like right on the ice. I got free free pizza for a year but uh we had some choice yeah. comments actually no uh i bleeped that out so never mind 
Uh, <laughs> people yeah, don't know what right. we're talking about. Yeah. No, no. But yeah, it was, it was actually, I ended up getting, so it was like one pizza a month, but the contract, they messed up their own contract because it was supposed to be for large pizzas, but they gave me coupons for a medium. So I complained mm-hmm. and they gave me, I think six more. So I ended up getting like 18 free pizzas. So just, you got yeah. a pizza a month, two pizzas That's a month? The, uh, pizza and a half. It ended up being essentially a month. Okay. Yeah, Did roughly. you get tired of it? Yeah, I actually just uh, probably like after a couple of them, I, every time I just have friends over to watch a hockey game or something, I just buy pizza for us with the coupons. So, so it was it was any location or the one the no the any one. any look any location any location the for the very uh, cool for the chain yeah honestly I would rather like that as someone who is in love with pizza that sounds great uh, shout out to Pizza Pizza at. Rico Coliseum or Coco Coliseum, whatever you want to call it nowadays, but they have the best pizza, pizza, pizza. <laughs> yeah, that, that might sound like Shane just had some sort of stroke, but he's right. They yeah, do have I, the I best pizza, yeah. pizza, 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 um, pizza, pizza. Yeah, it's it's always I don't know what it is. There always seems to be like I, I'm a guy loves me my sauce. When it comes to pizza, you got to have a lot of mm-hmm. sauce on it. I'm a big sauce guy. I don't mind if there's just a little bit of cheese, but a lot of sauce. I don't like a, reason, a doughy crust. How about you? How do you like your crust? No, I don't like it. I like it thin and crispy. Um, I like my, my pizza well done. Whenever there's yes, like an too. option to select well done, I, I choose it and they never do it because they want to like <laughs> shove the pizza out as quickly as possible. But yeah, I know some people that are so hardcore that they prep their oven. Like when the pizza is about to arrive 10 minutes and they put the pizza in the oven, but their own oven to cook it even more. Oh, I should do. I never thought about that because I'm not that smart, but I should do that uh, sometime and actually see how it does because I like it well done too. Mm-hmm. Um, it, for all those people who like your your doughy thick crust, like what's what's the point? It's just it's just filling up on dough. Uh, got to have your toppings and all that uh, all that stuff. But we got uh, Homer to find here, and we talked about in the last episode. There's uh, a good chunk of references to pop culture and just I guess the overall world in general we saw michael jackson in episode one the entire family went to washington dc in uh episode two uh, we even got a reference to the cfl in episode three they made fun of the cfl um got some uh some more references to kind of like um i guess well kind of like goodfellas in bart the murderer and now uh in this one we get uh, another athlete appearances we get magic johnson and the la lakers in this one um I put a question up on our Twitter page at Simpsons underscore EBE, the best athlete guest appearance. You can't count any of the baseball players though from Homer at the bat, but what's the best athlete guest appearance uh, on the Simpsons? Uh, well, Mike Tyson is kind of an, a reoccurring character. I always liked but, whenever he was on. True, but it's not, he's not actually Mike Tyson. So like an I actual, see what you're saying. yeah, it has to be like the, the athlete themselves. Um, you know what? I honestly don't have a favorite. Yeah. Really? I, I'm more interested in celebrities than uh, famous athletes. So yeah. a couple a couple of replies did uh, mention ball players who were in Homer at the bat. Uh, Jonathan uh, at Upper Upper's Grove uh, said Daryl, referring to Daryl Strawberry in Homer at the bat. Whereas uh, Rasmical mm-hmm. at Rasmical just posted a picture of. Mattingly with the the shaved overhead, but he's with like basically a skullet. And, oh, you know, that is a fantastic line. Like, Shave those sideburns. Yeah, hey, he's in Toronto now. Hey, he's, he's a Blue Jays bench coach, so we can actually go 
Maybe we can interview him one day. I'm sure he's he just loves talking about that episode for 30 years, I bet. Uh, uh, yeah, best thing he's yeah. ever done. We can go to the dome and, and go uh, and go with a scientist shave those sideburns. Uh, at Josh Burton, uh, who uh, defected from Toronto and now works for the evil Winnipeg Blue Bombers, he said, uh, just to quote, dingers, dingers, uh, yoink. Of course, referring to Mark McGuire uh, when he comes and uh, takes the evidence from the satellite that Bart shoots down from when he proves the MLB is spying on people. Great random um, uh, appearance. And uh, at Argo fans, Willie Argo fan says, uh, Brett, the hitman heart, another fantastic. Remember when he comes and buys uh, Mr. Burns's house and he has the great line. This place smells like old man stank. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. So a couple of good ones there. Uh, yeah, there have been a lot of good. The only crappy one. Remember that one where Homer becomes like a um, a coach for celebrations and he like he's got like Tom Brady and it's like season 17 or 18. So like Tom Brady and Yao Ming. Michelle Kwan and he's like teaching them how to celebrate. You know, uh, I may have games. only watched that once. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't watched a lot after season 15. Oh, I'm dreading those days when we eventually get there. Cause it's not even really nostalgia at that point, but yeah, we'll maybe we'll just do a King of the Hill podcast at that point. Maybe we'll get on the King of the Hill. <laughs> the, the under we'll is just, we'll Hill. just rebrand. We'll do yeah. uh episodes by episodes instead of Simpsons. It'll just be episodes. Yeah, exactly. And then it could be anything from there. We could go on to Murder, She Wrote. Um, we could go on to Married, which... How the hell, actually, you know what? Right around this time, uh, The Simpsons was competing in, in popularity with The Cosby Show and Married with Children. Uh, did people have brain damage mm-hmm. in 1989, 1991? I've seen a, a handful of episodes of Married with Children. That show was the, one of the... It's worse than Friends. And that's saying something, because oh, that show... Yeah, hurt my it's, feelings. It's worse, it's, worse than Fra- it's worse than Big Bang Theory... Like all the show is, is like really terrible one-liner to set mm-hmm. up whatever they're talking about. And then followed by like six or seven more terrible one-liners in a row. There's no act, like the characters don't actually talk to each other. They're just constantly shitty zinger after shitty zinger. And that's the whole show right there. You don't have to watch Married with Children. I just summed up however many seasons oh, there, you go. Um, yeah. there are for you. So there you go. You can save yourself um, the uh, the trouble of going through that. Uh, so what do you got for Homer Homer to find though? Um, do you, <laughs> so last episode you said you remembered nothing, and then I said, "Oh wait, this is the right. one where yeah. Bart works for Fat Tony." You said, "Oh, I remember it all." What do you remember about Homer to find? Uh, I really only remember him doing like the any mini miny mo on the on the control panel. Um, besides that, oh, I also remember the rats all leave. Like that's a reoccurring thing where it's like rats <laughs> run out of buildings in the show. So I definitely I remember that. Um, yeah, I that's think that's pretty it. much all. Yeah, it's about it. Yeah, buttons uh, and rats. Buttons and rats. I don't I call that album the gags title. really. No, um, I remember, Do you remember f- quite a bit. Yeah, I remember a few of them. Like I always thought it was cool that Magic Johnson was in it, so I remember his parts. I remember um, kind of Homer feeling really bad about himself because he knows that he didn't really actually do anything. He got lucky. Uh, I liked the the whole dictionary thing about pulling a Homer. Um, I remember it being more of a not as funny uh, as say Bart the Murderer or Stark Raven Dad so far from this season, but I do remember it being kind of cool that like it's one of those moments where a person knows they're like being um, rewarded for something that they really don't deserve and kind of Homer battling with that. 
uh, I appreciated it more as I got older because that's definitely something that happens in life. You luck into things. Um, you know, the, some of the great success stories in life uh, from some of the biggest things on earth, inventions, whatever you want, come from complete accident, right? Uh, so Agreed, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's where I'm kind of going with this. But I think it's a pretty good episode. I don't think it's as good as Bart the Murderer. I could be wrong on that, but I'm going to go lower. I gave a 7.9 last episode. This one, mm-hmm. I'm going 7, 7.2. 7.2. What do you got? Uh, I don't remember enough of it to give it a fair uh, pre-rating, so I'm going to go in, uh, just because the last episode was so great, I'm going to go with a 7. So, you got, so you're going more with a recency bias over a nostalgia feel for this one. Yeah, I just, I just don't remember enough of it. So I'm hoping that um season three just continues to to do well because season three is already so much better in the overall um i guess just overall episodes in general is is seven kind of your new default like that's the baseline where they should be at i think the majority of the episodes in season three should be sevens uh i feel like should be the baseline yeah right okay shane's played out his baseline i've gone slightly above the baseline with a 7.2 let's go back to homer to find and see if it's any good. Here we go. This one came out way back on October 17th, 1991. Shane, uh, which one of your favorite artists actually passed away on this date on October 17th, 1991? I know you've mentioned mentioned him a number of times to me. A number of times? At Hmm. least. Um, But his time in a certain state in the U.S., that's your hint. Right there. I am uh, drawing all sorts of blanks. Uh, your your buddy, Tennessee Ernie Ford, died. You know Tennessee Ernie Ford? He sings that song, 16 Tons. No. Yeah, you know Tennessee. Remember Bart's cleaning? That's a good catch gag, though. That's creative. Sorry, yes. Yeah, with the alien just sitting there. That's kind of like yeah. Kodos, but it's not. Yeah, it was good. Um, yeah, Tennessee Ernie Ford. Remember when Bart's cleaning and you load 16 tons? What do you mm, get? The Another late, great. Day. Yeah, late day. Great Tennessee Ernie Ford. It's your boy. America's favorite pencil, number two is number one. It's a nice little gag. That is, it's not bad. Hey, this is the only paper in America that's not afraid to tell the truth. That everything is just fine. Me Happy birthday, Bart. Bart, that's so sweet. May I see the card? Hey there, ten year old. I couldn't afford to go. Oh, I forgot about the Bart Millhouse storyline. That's right, that's right. Christmas wrapping paper. Mm-hmm. And shabbily done too with the tape. That's that's definitely how I wrap. Oh yeah, I don't I don't wrap well at all. I've already wrapped some gifts for Christmas and uh, yeah, they're not. It's not good. You're gonna open it anyways. What's the point of wrapping it nicely? It's true. The walkie-talkies do look pretty cool. I always wanted these when I was a kid. Yeah, walkie-talkies were pretty, like, the the Zares, like, wish list, they always made them look really cool. What the hell is a personalized noisemaker? How did you make it personalized? Oh, this... Wow, <laughs> Uh, do they mean, like, a yak back? Remember I have those? no idea. Must be. I love that, though. Oh, wow. Brown. <laughs> Hey, 
Now this is party sounds like it got pretty out of control. Yeah, no kidding. Considering a pantsless auto was there. <laughs> auto has this no, has no disregard for for Bart's well-being. The coffee mugs are little, uh... Yeah, little reactor things. Yeah. Or coolant towers, whatever the hell they are. I like how they actually oink, like Burns said. That's pretty good. I will say, when we were in the office, I feel like we would eat donuts at least once a month. Right? Yep. Purple. Nice. Yeah, we probably did, yeah. Why is that Pooh's cash on the other side of the... Yeah, it's weird. It's it's on the wrong side. Oh, wait. Now it's back to regular. And now it's not... Okay. What's going on here? Mm. Where, why was Otto going to Mexico? It's a Monday. Is he... <laughs> where's he going? <laughs> Otto. Who the hell is Vilma Banky? Does she actually exist? Because maybe that's the girl that looks like her. Uh, no, it isn't. Oh, wow. That's a great photo of Homer back when he had some hair. Oh, Vilma Banky does exist. She was born in Nagadarag, Hungary on January 9th, 1901. Ah, uh, yes. And she was in the original um, Mummy, I think. Oh, the original Mummy. Okay. Oh, no. Son of the Sheik. That's what I'm looking at. Mm. In the 20s. That's good. The purple costs almost nearly cost Homer and the town their lives. My best friend Shaftley knew. I'll never get over this auto man. Oh, sure you will. You know, once my old lady ran off and married my brother, well, it hurt. <laughs> it was a month later, and I'm sleeping on their couch. Margarita? I always used to think Otto said, I'm sleeping under a couch. Yeah, he's sleeping on his ex's, his ex-wife's, or ex-girlfriend's couch. Who's also his brother's couch. God. We interrupt search for the sun for this special news bulletin. Meltdown crisis, the first couple of minutes. Forget the hair, just give me the blush. <laughs> this station has just learned that a serious crisis is in progress at the Springfield nuclear power plant. Oh my lord. On the line with us now is plant owner... <laughs> I love these old photos. Yeah, the burns with his like kind of hair piece or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> Considering you and I live very close to two reactors, this kind of this kind of scared me a bit. Oh, there go the rats. Yeah, about to be three actually. Yeah. Ferd is gonna build another one. Oh, meltdown. It's one of those annoying buzzwords. We prefer to call it an 
Yeah, uh, Nick and I live basically, yeah, in between two nuclear power plants. And uh, every year we get sent uh, those pills that are supposed to save us if there's ever a meltdown or catastrophe. It's uh, it's kind of like Frank Grimes, how he lives between a bowl under one bowling alley and above another. Except bowling alleys don't blow up. That's true. Or maybe they do. I'm, I don't. I've never owned one, so. And I don't bowl because bowling's for obese people from Arkansas who eat a lot of chicken wings. Out of curiosity, why isn't Mr. Burns like taking his pod and ran away? Yeah, why is he still there? <laughs> you know, they could have uh, done a throwback to that sign that they teased earlier in the season. That's right. Or they could have. Why are they? Why are they just sit in there watching us? Why aren't they leaving? Yeah, I feel like there'd have to be an evacuation plan. Oh, nice! Here is our first dictionary. Have you seen that uh, nuclear power plant documentary, uh, the one in Russia? The... the Chernobyl one? Yeah. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> Lima beans got a bad rap. They always do in TV shows. Yeah. Oh, I love this. Here controls the emergency override circuit. In the event of a meltdown, push this button and only this button. Ooh, it died. Simpson, but you see which button I'm pushing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Push the button. Got it. This is all your fault. <laughs> Still got the same one. <laughs> Not Saul. No, one potato, two potato, three potato, four. No, wait. Bubble gum, bubble gum. In a dish. How many pieces do you win? I never, I, I like all these little rhyming things. I never knew the bubblegum one. No, I, yeah. This is like the first time they really hit it over the head that Smithers is in love with Burns, like for, for sure. Again, why are they just sitting there? Why aren't they leaving? Everyone knows that one. Yeah, yeah. Nice little act cliffhanger. All systems returning to normal. Danger in 7G neutralized. Have a nice day. Our second dictionary. That clueless look of Homer is always good too. They nailed oh, it. Oh yeah, doofus look is perfect. See you again. Sure, baby. Next meltdown. <laughs> the rats come back. Comic book guy Hawk and merch. Nice. <laughs> Man, that TV looks hot. It's beat red in the back. Yeah. Promises to be more trusting and less vigilant in the future. <laughs> well, ta. Mm, Smithers, I can still sell him snake oil. <laughs> now bring me a wine spritzer and don't be stingy with the vino. Yes, sir. So, 
And it is, it seems, you've underestimated one Homer Simpson, our next employee of the month. <laughs> Definitely doesn't. Oh, wow, that kid in the background. Oh, yeah, he looks like a troll doll. Where's Mel seating? So he's got a chicken wing, a piece of broccoli, and some smush, maybe some mashed potatoes. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I actually had a friend like this in uh, uh, elementary school where I was Millhouse and uh, he was Bart, and my mom wouldn't let me hang out with him anymore. And it's mm. probably good because he was arrested about five or six years. He got tasered by the police. So he was on uh, hopped up on goofballs, started smashing an apartment building complex. Now, when you're young, you don't really. It's hard to take advice from people who are older and wiser than you. Yeah, you don't really get it. Some people don't take advice from anybody, even when no. they're older. And uh, they really disenfranchise themselves or put themselves at a disadvantage. Willful ignorance. <laughs> I love the things that they give them. A ham, a coupon book. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There's, there's that thumb. There's the thumb. And there's the old picture. The, the old pictures are very nice. Yeah, touch, I think right. that's like my favorite part of this episode so far, these old pictures. And here's magic. Before he had to retire, I believe. Last time out to call and congratulate you on averting that nuclear holocaust. Well, thank you. Magic, if you play on that ankle, you'll be in incredible pain. I don't care. Uh, Magic, what if people think a guy's a hero, but he was really just lucky? Don't worry. Sooner or later, people like that are... Also, isn't this happening like 11 in the morning? Why are the Lakers playing? Oh, we get an itchy and scratchy. Yep. A parody of uh, My Dinner with Andre. That I only know about that movie from Community. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I forgot he got smucked at the end there. I do like this how Homer is trying to hide this because he knows he doesn't deserve this. Yeah, he doesn't deserve it. Yeah. Dictionary. To, yeah, there's number three. I forgot how many of these were in here. Yeah, they go back to that quite a bit. Oh, I didn't realize the ham was a crusty brand ham. How are you enjoying your ham, homie? Tastes so bitter, it's like ashes in my mouth. Hmm. It's actually more of a honey glaze. Maybe you ate it too. <laughs> What's your problem, boy? I had a fight with Milhouse. That four eyes with a big nose. You don't need friends like that. How zen. What? What is it? What are you doing? <laughs> it's like how my dogs look at me and I see. Oh, yeah. 
That's sad. Yeah, but he is a uh, bad influence. Yeah, it's like, I, you know, when you're a kid. <laughs> when you're a kid, you think, oh, yeah, that's kind of sad and stuff. But, like, as as an adult, you get, like, where Milhouse's mother uh, is coming from, where Luann's coming from. Aristotle Amadopoulos. He definitely spends his money differently than Burns. Another nice John Lovitz appearance. Aristotle Amadopoulos, too, is based off of Aristotle uh, Onassis. That's, that's two uh, Jackie Kennedy and uh, Aristotle... Um, References in back-to-back -back episodes. Do you know who that is? I do not. The uh, woman who Jackie Kennedy married after JFK. Oh, really? Yeah, he's that's who he's modeled after here. I hate Monopoly. I I love Monopoly because I win about eighty percent of the time. Well, it so is I'm fun to win. I'm assuming other people hate me then. Oh, maybe they just hate the game, not you. I need me a good game of Risk. I haven't played. You need like eight hours so to play Risk. Uh, should I come over earlier tomorrow then? Yeah. Get that game going. Yeah, you come over tomorrow morning around ten, and we'll get we'll get her going on the Risk. Get her going on the Mitchell. Uh, oh, Risk. I, oh yeah, go for it. No, I was just gonna give a quick shout out to uh, Kim Mitchell, uh, late great Kim Mitchell. He's playing in Oshawa uh, in February of next year, I think. Uh, go see him when you still can. He'll play Go for a Soda. And patio lanterns, uh, and that's it. It's just those two songs over and over again for the entire show. Everyone's favorites. Yep. I was gonna say when I think of Risk, I think of the Undergrads episode Risk. I still haven't watched that show. I know you love your Undergrads. Oh, and it's also Canadian. Shout out to Pete Williams. Is this Milos, Is this Luann's first appearance? Uh, no, Bart did... Oh, wait, no, you're right. Yeah. I think it is. I do like that she looks like Milhouse. And, like, her like her and Kirk. Milhouse is a perfect uh, combination of both yeah. of them. The seesaw is, is a really great dark humor joke there. He's so sad. <laughs> seesaw in his, in his backyard is pretty awesome, though. <laughs> oh, man, I forgot about Barney's... The Carney folk. Oh, that's so good. I don't know any person like this always gets yeah. a, a, a it's like a common trope in TV shows. Yeah. I don't know anybody who's ever done this or even anything remotely close to it. I feel like one writer came up with that idea and then everyone's just been copying it since. Yeah. You know what helps public speaking? 
public doing more public speaking. Yeah, it's it's like practice. It's almost like doing things over and over again to help you get better at it. You know who taught me that? Uh, Krusty. Ringo Starr. Oh, Ringo Starr. <laughs> As I look out into this sea of smiling faces, I am filled with a sense of loathing and revulsion. What are that workers? Wow, he kind of sounds like Lovitz. Yeah, it's it's pretty much Lovitz with like a really crappy Greek accent, maybe. Like, I don't understand why th why this would make anyone speak. Yeah. Like what what effect does that have? Hey, Saved by the Bell would have been on TV at this time too. What a great show! Shout out to Scrunch, late great Scrunch. Yeah. Saved by the Bell was great. I used to watch it. Um, Every pretty morning. much before school, yeah. Yep. Has been Everything is Shout out to the Screech uh, porno. And then him uh, kill himself. Scrunch did a porno? Uh, yep. Oh man, that sounds like one of those things you just gotta see just to be like, wow, I watched this, I watched this porno. Then you I just have feel not seen it. I'm scared to watch it. Yeah. Oh yeah, you, you'd, you'd be disgusted with yourself after. That's a guarantee. Scott Christian, we rarely see him. That might be my favorite gag so far. That was pretty good. I forgot about that part. I will say pretzels and beer are a really good combination. I love pretzels, so underrated. Oh yeah. Calling <laughs> <laughs> a homer. Back to the dictionary, cool little ending. Not bad. Um Good story, I would say. The Bart Milhouse story was kind of actually hit home a little bit more um, now that I think about it. Uh, and yeah, with your experience with that person that turned out to be a really bad influence, yeah. Yeah, a literal uh, convict. Um, wow, Magic Johnson was also billed as Irving Johnson Jr. By his, uh, I guess it has to be his real name. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know how that works. Um, yeah, uh, I'm gonna stick with my seven point two. Uh, not too gag heavy. Overall, I think the story was better. Like you had two stories going on at the same time that they didn't really work together. The Bart one seemed kind of thrown in, um, as if they didn't really know how to flesh out Homer's for an entire episode. Uh, but the Bart storyline was okay because it's kind of a, something that we all go through as kids. There's usually a friend that you're not allowed to hang out with for some reason. 
So, yeah, I'll stick with the 7.2. It's not bad. What are you going with? Uh, Bart the Murderer was so good coming off of it, going here. I'm going to give this episode a 6.9. I thought down below the baseline. Yeah, I thought it was, it could, it could have been better, I think. Um, what would have put it over the top? More gags? Uh, like, getting rid of the Bart storyline? It's have... tough, because it did have itchy and scratchy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, th- they were trying with this episode. Whenever I see an itchy and scratchy, I'm like, okay, they're they're trying. <laughs> That's your cue um, for they're putting an effort in. Okay. Yeah. Uh, or that I think it's going to be a really good episode whenever there's an itchy and scratchy. Um, but... Yeah, I think I think it needed a couple more gags. Yeah. Yeah, I would I'd be inclined to agree. I think um especially when like the Bart Mailhouse story got kind of sad and uh there, there would have been a could there, there could have been room for some more memorable gags even if they had gotten a little bit more random. Um because my favorite gag from this is a random thing. It's when Milhouse is trying to distract Bart and oh, look at that dog. Oh, wow. Round <laughs> like and that's uh that's one of my favorite ones. I I said that for a long time growing up, um, because I just I just thought it was so cool that Bar was mesmerized by the brown dog, uh, but like the fact that that was kind of a passing background gag shows that you're right. It could have used a little bit more uh, lightening up, a little bit more humor. Uh, favorite gag from this one? What do you got? Uh, my favorite gag was all of the old photos. Like I had a chuckle when they put Mr. Burns with a toupee on, on the on the news. I thought that yep. was funny. Yeah. I so, for me, it was the old photos. I actually think Homer looks even somehow. Homer looks more bald when he's balding, like when he's playing with the Rubik's cube. I agree. It, yeah. It's one of those strange scenarios. Like sometimes when people have a lot of clothes on, uh, but they look somehow more naked as if they hadn't worn clothes. It's like one of those scenarios. And he looks like he has less hair than he does uh, when it flashes back to the real time. Uh, but yeah, okay. A couple of background gigs get our top. So usually when that happens, it means the episode isn't as strong. And now I'm really curious because we've had a roller coaster so far this season. And it's followed the pattern at the end of season two where we've got good episode, meh, good, meh. Um, wait, no, I messed that up. It went good, Meh, pretty good, really good, meh. Mm-hmm. So it's it's been all over the place. Like Father, Like Clown was one of my least favorite episodes growing up. So I'm really curious to see if over time that has gotten any, if I appreciate it more, or maybe there's some jokes I didn't get or something like that, but we'll see. Anyways, before we get to Like Father, Like Clown, <laughs> which will come out next week, we've got good old plug time. All right, plug your plug. Uh, please follow us on Twitter at Simpson underscore EBE. Uh, Nick always does posts, uh, polls rather, on there and posts and uh, really funny like uh, reposts of Simpson stuff and his own Simpson stuff there. So please go and check that out. That's the best way to keep in contact with us. Um, whatever platform you're listening to us on, if you could follow, rate, uh, you know, do whatever you can on that platform. Most of you are on Spotify, so if you could follow us on Spotify, that'd be great. Uh, that just helps us out, and it's only like a click for you. So do it right now. Okay, thank you. And then if you want to throw us a couple bucks, uh, in the description, there's a link to uh, buy me a coffee. So Nick and I uh, has set that up. If you want to donate a, like a couple dollars so Nick and I can buy like a coffee or this time of year, I, I really enjoy like a like a, 
a holiday or was it candy cane hot chocolate from Timmy's. Love those. Uh, but if you don't, two new episodes every Friday, regardless. That's true, and I yeah, I could go for a nice old hot toddy myself uh, if uh, those couple of bucks are thrown in. And Shane's right on Twitter. We always have all sorts of stuff at Simpsons underscore ABE. Typically, it goes like this: I'm the one who posts stuff like polls and questions. Shane is typically on there late at night, one two in the morning, posting his. He's usually the one who posts like the pro right wing, pro pro like assault rifle, pro gun stuff. That's typically Shane. That's kind of how we split up our responsibilities for the Simpsons Twitter. But like Shane said, uh, two new episodes every single week. We'll get into like father, like clown next week. We'll see if that one's any good. What's the other one we got coming out next week. We got like father, like clown. And I always forget what it is. And uh, uh, don't we have trios? Yeah, that's right. We're going to the yeah. next treehouse. That'll be fun. Um, so yeah, we'll have at least, we know one really good one-on-one. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. And you can see, or I guess here with us next week. Thanks for listening as always. Oh, what are we going to do for the end? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Um, usually I give you a cue and I've completely forgotten until you had to remind me right now. Uh, so this time we were dealing with um, a lot of luck in this episode. So give me something that will make our listeners feel lucky. Something that will make them feel lucky. All right. I will do. We'll see you next time. So that's it. After 20 years. So long. Good luck. I don't recall saying good luck.